If you're feeling like you can't work a single minute more and your to-do list is never ending, it might be a time to hire. Here's how and when to do it. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. Hey friends, I'm Sarah Petty, founder and photographer at one of the most profitable photography studios in the United States. And it is my passion and my mission to help you build a photography business that allows you to put your family first and make money you shouldn't have to pick. Hiring, it's always one of the first things people talk to me about when they're coming to me for help. And they say, Sarah, I'm just not good at marketing. Can I hire? Or I'm not good at the selling part. I don't like that part. Can I just hire that part out or the book work or whatever part of the business is? I get it. I was there too. I was thinking, oh, if I could just do the photography part that I love, this would be amazing. And then I realized that for all of the pieces to work and for you to have a profitable photography business, you have to understand what goes into that profit and how all of the pieces of the system work. Because quite frankly, I've seen so many photographers working to pay someone else and they're not even taking a salary because there's no money left for them. So let's talk about what that hiring order kind of looks like. Let's start with who you hire first. Let's talk about who you hire first. Now, I know the thought is to go hire a full-time, highly paid person, but your little business probably can't afford that yet because I know mine couldn't either. Just like a baby, when you have a little baby, you've got to nurture it and teach it to walk and teach it to crawl and teach it to eat on its own. All those things to create a self-sustaining, healthy human, which is our goal. <laughs> it should be our goal. Same thing with your business. Your business can be amazing, but you've got to nurture it just like it's a little baby that you love so much, which hopefully you do because I did and I still do too. The first person I actually hired, I had to fire two weeks later because I realized, oh my gosh, I have to pay her this money and she didn't produce anything. She didn't sell anything. She didn't make me any money. And that's when I realized, okay, I need to take a different approach. And keep in mind, this is back in like 2001. <laughs> and it was a really big awakening because I realized, okay, bringing on a person isn't an easy answer. That's not always a solution because with every solution, there's often a new problem. And now I had a person sitting there that I had to keep busy and I didn't even know what to tell her to do because I didn't know yet. So I took a breath and I thought, okay, I'm gonna chunk things out little by little. And so my first hire was very part-time and some of it was even trade. 
So think about how could you trade out something? For example, maybe you have a high school senior that you've done their senior portraits and they couldn't quite afford all the things that they wanted. So maybe you could trade out that album and for the summer they could hold a reflector for you, for example. I had a really good client who wanted tons of things and she just wanted to be busy. So she came in and she would mask negs. So I know this dates me a little bit, but you would cut negatives into the one image and someone would have to tape it onto a little square cardboard sheet. They called it masking negs. And it was very tedious and time consuming, which I don't have patience. And so this client would come in and she would come in at night. I gave her a key. She would take all my orders and mask all of the negs and get them ready to send off to the lab. And it was great. She got to get more images of her kids and I got to have that done. So I found little ways to trade those things out early on. Also, as you learn pricing, part of your pricing has to account for the person who is doing the editing and retouching, for example. So that's a really great first place to outsource if you're profitably priced. Most people want to hire before they know if they're profitably priced or they're giving all the digital files away. I've seen that with a lot of students where they're giving digital files away and they're getting booked and they're getting more and more clients. So they're working all the time. So they think, oh, I'll just hire someone to retouch all these digital files and then all of their profits are going to that person. And the only way to make more money is to get more clients, but then they're paying more retouchers, thus making less money. And it's a vicious, vicious cycle. So the first thing you wanna do is get profitably priced and then you can start hiring part-time people for outsourcing, editing, retouching, even getting a part-time person in to come and help you with day-to-day -day workflow, but it's on a smaller part-time basis. That's gonna be your first hire. Then as I grew and, and those people moved on and I realized, okay, I'm ready for a full-time person, that was my next hire. And really it was my first official hire. It was my first full-time person and she started um, right before my grand opening of my second studio, which was 555. So it was Cinco de Mayo of 2005. And my business was at $235,000. And so I was at a point where I was working all the time. So if your business is doing, say, $30,000 in sales during a year and you're working all the time, there's a different problem that needs to be solved. Hiring is only gonna make a bigger problem. You've got a pricing problem likely, maybe a selling problem, but likely it's pricing and you're giving everything away. So why would people buy it? So that's where we'd wanna fix first. But if you can get to a hundred to $200,000, that's a good time to hire that person because I knew, my gosh, I'm working all the time. If I can get this person in at the right amount, that my business can justify, right? And I'll talk about that in a moment. But if I can get that person in and pay them the right amount, not just some made up number, then I get a bunch of my time back. I can go do what I do best, which is marketing, selling, and photographing. Those are the three places that a photographer makes money in their business, not workflow and filling out paperwork and editing and retouching. I knew someone else could do that so that I could go bring in more business. And that's exactly what happened. The key to that is that I needed to understand all the parts of the job so that I could make sure that this person could do that. And just a little side note, that's when I first started taking a steady salary. I'd always had a profitable business, but I just kind of left it in my checking account. 
When I was paying someone else every two weeks, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm paying myself. So that's when it got really, really real. But that was my second basically hire, my first kind of full-time employee. I get it. Knowing who to hire, how to hire them, how many hours, how to pay, it's mind boggling. But just know that you can do it. There are systems to follow, there are formulas, there are metrics. And what's nice is if this first hire, the part-time person starts to do a really good job, they could work their way into the full-time job, which would really be ideal. The key is I want you to know it's not a magic bullet. For me, I kind of geek out on all of this stuff because I love the numbers. The answers are always in the numbers. Should I hire? Can I have a studio? Can I build? Can I expand? The answers are in the numbers. I'm gonna stick some resources for you in the comments. If that's you, if you're like, I wanna grow, I see myself having employees or having a studio, let me help you there because there are formulas. It's not a, oh, I believe in myself, I'm gonna guess and I'm gonna go for it. That's great, I want you to believe in yourself, but I also want you to make smart business decisions. Then your third potentially hire, your next hire, wherever you are, you can consider having that full-time person who's at a higher level than maybe someone who's just doing office work, maybe a little retouching, but this person could be involved in your business. They could be helping you run some of the marketing activities. They could be helping you do sales presentations. They could become more valuable to you. But here's the thing, you would be committing to a full-time salary for them, which is a really big deal. The rule of thumb here is 10% of your gross sales is what you can justify for that full-time person. So for example, if you're grossing $300,000 during the year, you have $30,000 that you can pay this employee. Let's say that you did 220,000 last year and you know with that employee you can hit 300,000, you might say, okay, I think I can justify that $30,000 salary. Now I'm just picking that number out of the blue. I'm not telling you that's what you should pay someone. It's gonna vary based on where you live, what the cost of living is, what the market is like, what the person's doing, how much education you have to give them. And you may get lucky and find someone in your life or you might find a young person and mentor them and teach them what they need to know so they can grow into that position. It's never just a magic fix to put an ad in the paper, hire a random stranger and expect them to sit down and help you become massively profitable. So hopefully you can see that yes, employees can be great and Instead of you just getting more time freed up, you're spending your time mentoring, training, overseeing, making systems so that they can follow those systems. You can't just hire someone and say, hey, go figure it out. You have to have it figured out. But 10% of the gross is what you can justify, so play with the numbers. Again, you're probably thinking you are closer to hiring that full-time sort of studio manager, maybe even slash photographer, right? Someone who can help you manage the business but could also do some of the photography, but you have to be at a point where your business can justify it. The biggest thing I would say to you if you're wanting to hire is that you want to be able to know that you can bring in the income you need to bring in. If you're brand new and you've had seven clients ever, you're not ready to hire. You wanna know that you can generate X number of clients at X average sale 
and you can bring them in so that you can pay for this person. Okay, so I really want you to think about that. You need to know that you can predictably grow your business. So my better advice is to learn how to price your business, learn how to sell, learn how to market, learn those core skills so that when you get overwhelmed yet you're making money, then you can bring in a person to help you. It's kind of a fine little teeter-totter of balancing, which is why if you start off first with that person who's just doing little jobs and sometimes even you're trading for it, it's gonna help you see, okay, that's helping me grow, that's helping me grow. I can take on a little bit more. The biggest thing that can really put your small business, if you have a little baby business in jeopardy, is committing to paying someone before you know how to get the business in the door because that is not a magic bullet ever. It's gonna be okay. Take a breath and keep working on your business. Hey, hey, one of the most exciting things is seeing you grow your photography business. So if you've had any ahas when you listen to this episode, let me know. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag me on Instagram at sarah.petty. It helps me create more episodes like this that truly make a difference for your business. Plus, I love connecting with you from behind the mic. Remember, friend, you're worth every penny.